Coming to you from his Honda Fit and rated D4 Dumb, you are listening to Dumbing It Down with Dave. Better to podcast from a fit than to throw a fit, wouldn't you agree? Here is Dave. The following podcast is rated D for Dumb. You're listening to Dumbing It Down with Dave, the fastest podcast on earth. Listen to Dave commute to and from work on the New York State Thruway in his 2009 Honda Fit. He talks about pragmatism, truth, happiness, and the search for it all. Join Dave as he asks and tells you how life ought to be. And now, here's Dave. Hello, everybody. My name is Dave Canyon. Welcome to Dumbing It Down with Dave. Are you ready to dumb it down? All right, that's fantastic. That works for me. Welcome to the show. It is uh, Wednesday, June 19th, 6.15 p.m. I'm running north on the New York State Thruway. I just got on at my hometown of Saugerties, and I got another uh, 45-minute commute. It is Wednesday. It's not Tuesday. Uh, For a couple of years, I had a schedule. I would come in on a Tuesday, and then I would be done by Saturday morning. But now I come in on Wednesday, and I'm done by Sunday. Boo, hiss, boo, hiss. Have you heard me talk about this? Well, I'm talking about it now. Boo and hiss. Bad schedule. Anyway, that's right. Dave is obsessive and sometimes somewhat compulsive because he talks about this every show. But I got to get it out of my system. I got to let you know. And by the way, you're not the only ones that listen to the show. See that guy? He's listening to the show for the first time. See that one over there? That one's listening. Yeah, everybody's like coming into the show. The numbers are going up, 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 which are fantastic. So, um, and the correspondence has been great. So things are happening. I got to explain to people what's going on. All right. So, you know, of course, I know you've been here for a long time and I I just got to, you know, share the information, share the grief, share the, uh, the, the idiosyncrasies and share the, uh, anxiety with everybody else. I got to disperse it all over the place. This way you don't have to carry the burden all by yourself. You know, it's a, up until now, the dumbing it down with Dave has been like a best kept secret. Well, the secret's getting, you know, getting let out. So, um, you know, you don't have to worry about it so much. But I do appreciate you tuning in and listening to all the craziness. Uh, yeah. Um, so uh, I didn't work overtime yesterday, so I'm coming in on a Wednesday. That's going to be a four-day work week. Unless I work Sunday night, which I don't want to do. Uh, ugh. It's just the sound of it depresses me. It makes me want to take an anti-anxiety pill, which I don't have any of. But if I had some, oh, my God, i go through those bottles like crazy. They, uh, they must make a gummy bear uh, anti-anxiety because everything's like gummy now. Nobody takes a real pill. Everything's a gummy bear. What a what a, here's another thing. Uh, by the way, I think it's episode one thirty. Thank you, Alex, at the top of the show doing the Hey Dave. This is the Hey Dave uh, introduction, as opposed to the one he used to go. Here's Dave. Now it's Hey Dave. There's Dave. So all right, there's Alex. AlexExon.com. Uh, check him out. He does live talk on Tuesdays, uh, 10 p.m. to 11 p.m. And then there's um, there's uh, Linda with the AI voice you heard there at the beginning of the show. Um, it's my fault that we should have more new ones, but I just haven't written any scripts. But I got a lot of people on board, ready to jump on board, doing their sound. I got some new sounds today, so I'm enjoying that. I hope you're enjoying that. And uh, why am I doing that? Well, it's just, you know... I was going to say diversity, but the, it's it's part of the diversity program. Yeah, some of the voices have to be human, some of the voices have to be AI. No, that's not true at all. I'm just trying to like make things uh, different, be a little creative. You know, some things work, some things don't work. Some things you like, some things you don't like. But you know, just trying to keep things different. Also, you know, it just uh, takes the burden off of me if I can have certain things pre-recorded and it helps me out. And it's just you know segmenting the show 
having segments in the show, segments, segments, you know, just breaking it up, just doing different things, trying to be creative. I only have so much I can play with on the phone. And by the way, if you're listening to the first time, I am talking into uh, my earbuds, which are connected to my iPhone 6 or 6S or whatever it is that I have. So, and I'm in my car and I'm driving. That's right. I got two hands on the wheel and I'm driving. Everything is fine. Everything is safe. Everything is clean and easy. So you don't have to worry about anything. Um, it is the fastest podcast on earth because right now, while I'm going uphill, I don't know if you heard the engine just turn into overdrive, but I'm doing about 75 miles an hour. Uh, there's not too many podcasts that record at 75 miles per hour. Most podcasts don't have a speed, a speed appropriate measurement. You know, they usually, it's usually, uh, you know, how many Mbps or, you know, how many megahertz and all that other stuff. I don't worry about that stuff, as you can probably tell. Sound is not my greatest problem. My greatest problem is speed. And uh, right now we're doing 75 miles an hour. And we will be doing that for the duration of the show, except for when I do the loop-de-loop. Hey, Dave. Hey, Dave. I was wondering, are we going to get to the loop-de-loop story today? That's a good question. And that's Joe. Joe Foley from the No Sitting on the Sidelines Dad. Uh, That's a good question, Joe. I appreciate you uh, cutting in uh, through uh, the uh, magic of uh, the uh, internet and all that stuff uh, and asking me that important question. Yeah, we'll try to get to the loop-de-loop story at the end of the show. If we have some time, uh, we'll we'll get to it. I don't have anything scheduled right now, so it looks like it's going to be a good good show to get it done. Episode 130 just might be the show that we get to the loop-de-loop story. But, um, yes, uh, uh, I got the cruise control set, so we should be doing... Uh, 75 uh, for the duration of the show, which usually usually about a half hour or less. So, uh, and my friend Mark, who uh, likes to listen, likes to tell me, get to it. Just get to it. Well, this is it. This is it. It's always been it. This is it. We're, we are in it. We've gotten to it. Well, it's not like I have to get to it and do something. This is it. This is the show. But you haven't said anything yet. Well, I'm introducing myself. I'm telling you about the AI, AI voices. Joe interrupted. We would have gotten to it, but Joe interrupted with his question. You know, because he's, you know, he's all uh, edgy about stuff. Hey, Dave. Yeah, I, hey, what? Dave, I was wondering. I just answered this question. Are we going to get some loopy loop story today? I don't know, Joe. I don't know. Joe has a great podcast called No Sitting on the Sidelines, Dad, where he talks about uh, a lot about his son and him. But he talks about a lot of other things, too. This last episode he did, I don't remember the number, but it's the very last No Sitting on the Sidelines, Dad. He, um, Apple Podcasts, and I think he's on Google Podcasts, um, but just look him up. Uh, Joe Foley, F-O-L-E-Y. He's also on Facebook. But uh, he has this great conversation with a guy named Tim Madigan. Tim Madigan, who's a writer, and writes about his relationship, um, his business relationship with Mr. Rogers. And it's, uh, it's pretty fascinating. It's a nice live interview that he did. I enjoyed it immensely. And um, there you go. No Sitting on the Sidelines Dad. And, of course, Awesome Insanity Surfers is Linda. You know, yeah, I spend a lot of time introducing people. Yeah, I do. You know why? Because they're my friends. They are completers. They are completers, not depleters. I try, I, I, I try not to talk about depleters. There is a series of shows that I've done that talks about depleters, and those depleters are no longer in my life, at least not for now. And I got to tell you, it is, it is great. It is great. Dave, don't you miss these people? No, I don't. I'm not a miss you type of guy, all right? I'm not a miss you type of guy. I don't sit there and go, oh, I miss that. I mean, I do miss things. I miss Saturday mornings watching cartoons. Oh, I love my, my, my Rice Krispies, my Frosted Flakes. My mother couldn't buy enough cereal boxes. She couldn't buy enough cereal boxes. I don't think it was a good idea to eat all that sugar. I think that was a bad idea. I don't think that really helped me out a lot. I think in the long run, probably had a negative effect on me. But, you know, there's nothing like Hong Kong fooey and cereal in a bowl with milk sitting on your 
you know, living room floor, mesmerized by the animation by Hanna-Barbera. It's fantastic. That's a great life. I mean, I, I deserve that. It's probably why I watch a lot of TV now. Oh, yeah, no kidding, Dave. Yeah, that's probably why I watch a lot of TV now. Too much TV. The reason why I'm a truck driver and not some big highfalutin money-making what to do is because I sat there and I ate all that sugar and I watched all that TV and somehow I thought I was going to get any life lessons and learn anything from the Super Friends or Dick Dastardly and the Wacky Races. Oh, I love Dick Dastardly. I loved anything racing. Anything racing, I enjoyed it. So, and there wasn't enough. You know, Penelope Pit Stop and Peter Perfect and uh, Dick Dastardly. Everybody had the same. The Ant Hill Mob, all that stuff. The old man uh, with the cob corn pipe and the bear who was always scared of anything, uh, everything. I don't think, you know, so, so funny. I think about it now. I know I said to myself as a child, I know I said this, and I don't know how many wacky races they, they made. Speed Racer, by the way, my all-time, all-time, all-time favorite. I actually have Speed Racer in a box set. I think I have Speed Racer in several box sets. I have a Speed Racer cookie jar. I have a Speed Racer cookie jar. Um, so, oh man, I can't get enough of Speed Racer. That was my hero. Horrible movie. Horrible, horrible, horrible movie. Great animated TV series. I traveled all over the world. Between Speed Racer and Davy and Goliath, that's really the bulk of my foundation. <laughs> The bulk of my education and my moral whatever foundation is Speed Racer and Davy and Goliath. But I uh, I know I was just about to mention this, so I'll mention it now. So I think I was, um, I've sat there many, many times and I said to myself, I need to write down every race that they race and who wins. Like Speed Racer never lost. He's an, actually, I don't know if that's true. There might have been a moral victory in one of his episodes. I'm not sure. I just want to say that out loud. I don't know. Because yeah, if I said it to myself, it would be really bad radio. If I, uh, There might have been a speed racer where he had a moral victory and not a victory victory. I don't know about that. I wouldn't put it past the producers of, uh, of uh, speed, speed Racer to, uh, to do that. But anyway, uh, you know, he was always out to impress Pops. He's always out to impress Pops. And maybe Trixie, which, by the way, I'm not sure to this very day, his girlfriend or his sister. I think it was girlfriend or it was somebody that was tagging along with the crew, which is surprising to me because Pops was cheap. I didn't think that he would spend all that money to have Trixie be flying around, you know, in the Speed Racer copter or, or just, you know, you know, living in the Winnebago, which I never saw the Winnebago. We never saw where they lived. You know, as far as uh, traveling, it's always... We saw the house. I'm doing Speed Racer trivia right now. No, I'm the only podcast in the world right now. Just want you to know. If you, hey, this, this, this podcast is crap. When does he get to it? No, this is it. We're talking Speed Racer trivia right now. It's the only podcast in the world doing this. You want to go listen to Mark Maron? Go ahead. He ain't going to do this. Go ahead. Listen to, listen to Radio Lab. Listen to all those shows. He ain't going to do this. He ain't going to do, uh, you know... Go ahead. Listen to Alex Exum Live. Go listen to Awesome Insanity Surfers. I don't care. Ain't gonna do no Speed Racer. Only right here. Um, so, uh, I don't know if Trixie was the girlfriend or sister. But I'm, I'm guessing girlfriend. Because there were times where she, would, she seemed to be jealous of, of a relationship that Speed would have with another woman. Anyway, uh, which is interesting as a little boy that I noticed that, hey, he's got a girlfriend. <laughs> 
now that I'm thinking about it, it's kind of funny. You know, here I am at six years old, seven years old, eight years old, sitting on the living room floor with my legs crossed, eating my bowl of cereal, knowing very well I'm going to spill some milk. My parents are going to be so upset with me that I spilled milk on that horrible, 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 horrible green, matted down living room carpeting, terrible, disgusting carpeting. But, uh, and by the way, my, I used to live at 1381 Linden Boulevard. They used to call it the butchers, the butchers co-ops. Why? I don't know. I don't know. The butchers co-ops. I have no idea. And um, these are a series of five or six tall, uh, 20-story tall buildings on 1381 Linden Boulevard, 1371 Linden Boulevard. It was all on Linden Boulevard, which is now uh, in a neighborhood that's been called Brownsville forever, where Mike Tyson comes from. And uh, no, not the greatest neighborhood then. And not the greatest neighborhood now. And uh, really affected my childhood a lot. You know. Um, anyway, I'm not going to get into that. <laughs> it has a lot to do with the fact that there was an abundant amount of black people. Yeah, there was an abundant amount of black people. And we were not. We were of the white people. White and Jewish. Which was accented with a yarmulke on my head when I would come home from yeshiva. So I was alienated at yeshiva which is the word for, you know, Jewish uh, school, I guess, yeshiva, Y-E-S-H-I-V-A. And then I would come home and I'd be alienated in my neighborhood where I lived in these buildings uh, because uh, my mother kept me away from the black kids. I had one Puerto Rican kid friend, uh, Louis. I think he was my friend, Louis. We used to ride big wheels together. Anyway... (laughs) So I was alienated. Everywhere I went, I was alienated. And my parents were deaf. So I'm alienated everywhere I go. I don't belong everywhere I go. It's terrible. Anyway, I look back and laugh now, but it's not that funny. So, uh, Speed Racer, where was it going with all this? So I, uh, I would sit there with my legs crossed, uh, eating these bowls of cereal, saying to myself, I should really write down every race that they do, the wacky races, and, and keep track of the winner. I think it was almost always Penelope Pitstop. I don't think it was ever Peter Perfect. I really don't know. I, I, I'd like to know now the record. What was the record? You know, out of all the shows that they did, who was the leader? They never really talked about that. Maybe they did. But now they have these new dick-ass and the, and the wacky races and they're horrible. I'm not going to watch that. And, you know, it's interesting that they felt the need to make a new, a new dick-assedly. The, the old one was fine. I don't know. If you're a child... And you're six years old, and you're going to the TV for the, for the first time. You don't know this is new or old. You don't know. You know, it's put on Speed Racer. You don't. I know they made like two or three generations of new Speed Racers. You don't know if it's new or old. It's the same Speed Racer. You know, to you, it's brand new to you. But they change it. They make it worse every time. They always take the edge off of it. They don't make it as nearly as educational and as exciting uh, as the originals. But anyway... Whatever. And the art doesn't get better, which is interesting. The quality of the art never gets better with the newer the newer uh, versions of it. That's it. All right. Anyway. Woo. Wow. Memory Lane. Where did we go today? We got to it. Where did we get to? Memory Lane. I didn't know we were going to go down that track. Woo, boy. Unbelievable. I hope you enjoyed that. Time for a drink break. All right, all right, we'll do that, we'll do that. All right, let's do a drink break. I got a little protein shake here. That's what I'm drinking today on the way here. Chocolate, grass, based on some sort of... I don't know, I didn't read the ingredients. I was really afraid. But my naturopath suggested I drink this. And uh, I'm going to take a little sip. It's chocolate-flavored protein drink. Let's see. Okay. 
Well, you know, chocolate water. That's what it tastes like, chocolate water. Now, it's not horrible. It's filled with protein, and it's not carbs, you know. I haven't had a pizza in a long time, hamburgers, anything with bread. Uh, I haven't been, I've been doing well with the diet, so um, not doing perfectly, just doing well enough. Anyway, so there you go. We went down memory lane. Hey Dave. Yes, hey Dave. Joe. I was wondering. Yes. Uh-huh. Are we going to get to the loopy loop story today? Uh, it's not looking good right now, Joe. You keep on interrupting. Let me let me let me do my thing. I mean, maybe we'll get to it. I I, I want to get to it. Uh, I've been talking about it for God knows how long. We should finish this story. All right. So anyway, so that was it. Uh, June nineteenth. I'm on my way to work. Uh, not a bad weekend, folks. I hope your weekend was good. I got a lot done. I got three days off, and my very very first out of the three days was the worst because Sunday morning, instead of going to sleep like a normal person, I got into my wife's Kia. I'm uh, into the wife's Kia, my Kia Rio, and we went down to Brooklyn, and we visited nursing homes. It's not something you do for fun. It's something you do because your stepmother is dying in a nursing home, and then you go to another nursing home because your mother is living in the other one. One's dying in one, the other one's living in the other. Ugh. It's not like she's dying. It's just like, it's a really grim nursing home. I'm not going to tell you. I don't want to say the name of it. I don't think it really matters. But uh, it's a fancy French name. Uh, <laughs> all right, well, it doesn't matter, right? What am I going to get sued? It's called uh, the Chateau. It's called the Chateau. I didn't look up the definition of Chateau. Chateau. I don't know if it's pronounced like that, but you know, when I when I talk with my exotic Brooklyn accent, that's how it comes out. Chateau. And it's not. I don't know what the definition of Chateau is. I. I, um, I was going to curse. Uh, is it uh, a shite shack? Maybe it's a shite shack. That's English, you know, real English, shite for, you know. So, it's a grim facility. They're redoing it, but it's still grim. It's not, it's not that much better. You know, they took grim paint. They went to Lowe's and they said, oh, what kind of paint should we get? Blue, green, yellow. Oh, grim. We already have grim. Let's paint fresh grim on top of old grim. And the staff is awful. The staff is so unprofessional, un, un everything. Now, my mom, on the other hand, is at a place that should be called the Chateau. It's called the Menorah, and that's a Jewish thing. The Menorah. They light it. Uh, when do they light the Menorah? I think they light the Menorah during Hanukkah. So, all you Christmas people driving around, and you got your Christmas lights. Uh, you drive around, you see a window. You go, wait, what's that in the window with the with the orange bulbs or whatever? It's like eight bulbs or something. Like that. Oh yeah, that's a menorah. That's what the Jews do. They have it. So they call the building the menorah. I don't know why. You know, the lights of hope. I, I don't know. But my mom is in a really great place. You know, if they were not using that building as a nursing home, it'd be a nice little apartment complex. It'd be nice, and it's right on the water. I've done a whole bunch of Dave's Fit Life episodes. Dave's Fit Life. You can find that on YouTube. Dave's Fit Life. Also, coming along very nicely with the subscribers and the reviews and the participations. Uh, we just put out a new episode the other day. So, um, you know, my mom's in a nice place. But it's still, it's a, it's a three-hour drive because we left late because I work Saturday nights now. I'm not off. I can't just wake up Sunday morning, 6 o'clock, get in the car and go and beat all the traffic. My wife would get there. We used to get there comfortably. We'd stop and get a coffee and a bagel. 
you know, a delicious Sunday morning bagel with butter. Oh, my God, it was delicious. Nice toasted bagel, maybe a pumpernickel bagel with butter or cream cheese. You know, it, it, it's just, or as soon as you cross the bridge into New York City and you're in Brooklyn, the bagels get better. Everything gets better, food-wise. But we didn't have that opportunity this time. This time we just, you know, drove down, tired, tired as all can be. I, mean, I sat there and I watched, uh, talked to my, uh, my wife's stepmom in this grim facility. And then, uh, and then we went to my mom and, you know, talked to my mom and dad, which is also very difficult because if you don't know, they're deaf and the sign language thing complicates everything. I, I'm really bad at it. I can't explain to you why. I can't explain to you why I'm 55 years old, 55 years old in 10 months, 56 in August, and I'm still bad at sign language. You got to use it. That's the answer. You got to use it or lose it. And I don't use it that much. For years before my mom's stroke, I would keep my parents at a distance. You know, I'd see them once or twice a year. And you just lose it. And I got a bad memory. So I'll ask my dad, how do you say something? And he'll show me. And two minutes later, I forget what it was. I don't retain, you know, sign language knowledge. I just don't. It's just hard. And it's using your fingers and your hands. It's not like remembering a spoken language. Understand that. It's totally different. I don't know if that makes it easier or harder for me. Like if my parents were Spanish, would I have forgotten Spanish by now? I don't know. But I know they probably would have spoken a little Spanglish by now. So we together we would both, you know, be able to communicate. Sign language is a whole different animal. Anyway, that was a very frustrating visit. And uh, I'm glad that that's over with. And hopefully I won't see them for a couple of months. But probably a horrible thing to say out loud, right? But yeah, I'm not, I don't enjoy the visits down to Brooklyn. I never did, uh, not to them, and now especially, it's like, it's too much. All right, anyway, but, uh, so I did that, and then, uh, and then Monday, Tuesday, uh, no overtime, so I was home, I did a lot of work, I am, I hired a virtual assistant, folks, I have a Filipino virtual assistant, and her name is Pauline, and I welcome her to Point zero zero one Productions, Pauline, and she's from the Philippines, and it's okay to refer to them as Filipino, because that's what they are, they're Filipino, I'm American, she, she's Filipino, you know, some people are Italian, or Russian, or German, it's a thing, so anyway, that's where she's from, and she's going to be helping me out with, uh, you know, behind the scenes stuff, will she be on the show, I don't think so, maybe, Maybe I'll have her record something. Why not? It's up to her. She's listening to this right now, I'm sure. Because that's part of her work, is to listen and be familiar with what's going on. Um, so we'll see. Uh, so I had a very productive last couple of days, and then uh, again, then this morning. And then I got some sleep, which is nice, right before I came to work. I think I slept about three or four hours. So things are looking good in the world of uh, Dumbing It Down with Dave. At Dave's Fit Life. You can tweet me at Dumb with Dave. You can write me at Dumbing It Down with Dave at Yahoo.com. You can write me at Dumb with Dave too. You know, I love the engagement. Pat, Pat has been talking to me when he catches up with me at the tandem areas uh, and at, at the job when we, we, we cross paths in the parking lot. And he's written me some nice stuff, which I should be reading to you. Uh, I never make a copy of it, I, sh- I, sh- I should be more prepared. My apologies to Pat and everybody else, but he wrote some nice stuff to me. Uh, Joe wrote some nice stuff to me. Joe mentioned me. 
Joe Foley mentioned me in his last podcast. Linda has mentioned me several times. So I appreciate the mentions, and it's nice, right? I mentioned, you mentioned, we all mentioned. It's nice. It's uh, it's good feelings. It's a nice cooperative effort, you know, and uh, I enjoy all that. Thank you for the engagement, Pat, uh, writing some nice letters and letters of support. Uh, of course, I'd rather you, you know, <laughs> I'd rather you type them here in the speaker uh, part of... Um, of, uh, of the world, you know, so p- other people can see it, but he wrote a personal letter to me, so only I see it. I guess I can reprint it, but it's a personal letter, so I wouldn't do that unless he said, hey, go ahead and reprint it, but I, you know, don't give me more work to do. You got to something nice to say. Say it in the speaker comment section so everybody can see it, because, you know, it's like a tip jar. That's what it's like. It's like a tip jar. You know, you start the tip jar with a dollar. Then somebody, oh, look, there's a tip jar. You never see an empty tip jar. There's always some money in there. It's a starter. It's a primer. Whatever. It's not that important that people comment. You want to comment, comment. Go ahead. I know what I'm doing. I'm doing a fine show. Uh, what's this? No, that's not that. What's this? Hey, Dave. Yes. Dave. Yes. What? Dave. Yes, I'm right here. I think it's time for a break. Oh. oh, okay, Joe. Thank you. I was getting a little annoyed with Joe. Thought he was going to ask me about the loop de loop story again. All right, all right. We'll do the, we'll do the breather break, Joe. I don't know how he does that. He just cuts right in. All the way from, I think he's up in New Hampshire. Anyway. All right, let's do a breather break. Three deep breaths into the nose, out through the mouth. Three deep breaths, holding in at the top. And uh, let's do some breathing. Ready? Yeah, I could use, I could use some air. All right, let me just open this window. <laughs> All right, do a test. Okay, I'm doing good. You doing good? Are you ready? Three deep breaths. Shouldn't take long. All right? Try not to drop dead during this. I'm really not interested in losing any listeners. And I don't want the responsibility. All right? And go. How's that? How was your first one? Good? All right, yeah. I've been trying to hold in a little bit longer than usual. That's not really good for podcasting, you know, dead air. But whatever. All right? Second one. Let's go. Go. All right. I think I'm okay. A little. Am I a little congested? I don't feel like it. All right. Here we go. Last one. Go. All right, three deep breaths into the nose, out through the mouth. That was sponsored by Air. Anywhere you are in the world, there's air and it's free and it's clean. You should breathe it. Live to breathe, breathe to live. Fantastic. All right, wow. I like that. I hope you are you doing it? Nobody's been saying anything. Do you do it? I think Linda said it once, but Linda, Linda's the only one that really like comes through all the time. I say it like it's a bad thing. Hey, Linda's the only one. Yeah, no, Linda. Linda has the time to do it. And Linda's more uh, proactive on that because she knows. She knows about podcasting. She knows what it's like. Joe does too. But Joe's busy. He's got a kid. You know that Linda's busy. She's got retirement. She's got a husband. She's got that house in McCall, Idaho. She's always, uh, always on the edge of extinction out there. That's where McCall, McCall, Idaho, when you drive into town, there's a sign saying you are now over the edge of extinction. If, you know. Anyway. It's a dangerous place when it's when it's not a dangerous place. It's a beautiful place, 
but when it's a dangerous place, it's either on fire or you're buried in snow. I don't know. <laughs> but it's home. I'm sure that's what she says. But it's home. We like it here. Anyway, I'm going to take a quick drink break here. Chocolate water. Anyway, 28 minutes. Loop-de-loop story, huh? Maybe we'll get to it. Let's see if we can get to it. In a nutshell. How about that? If it's, Is it easier if I do it in a nutshell? Let's do the nutshell version of the loop-de-loop. So, 30 years ago, when I moved up to Saugerties, New York, I would uh, walk in and out of these supermarkets. And I learned through one of the little brochures that I picked up on the way out was a little cheap, I, I can't believe I still don't own it, a little cheap white piece of paper folder pamphlet thing. It was folded up. Very cheap. Inexpensive. And it was from the New York State Thruway. And uh, it's explained about the tolls. For whatever reason, it was in the supermarket. Somebody put it out. And explained about the toll system. This is 30 years ago, folks. This is 1987 when I first moved up here. Yeah, my son was born in 97. I moved up here, I think, in 87. I think so. No, I didn't move up here in 87. No, I moved up here in 1990-something. Yeah, so whatever it was. It's almost 30 years ago. All of a sudden, I'm doing 80 miles an hour. Went up to my cruise control. I think when I did the loop-de-loop back there in Catskill, I think I lost my cruise control. Anyway, uh, we don't have time. All right, we'll have to do this next week. I'm sorry, folks. I thought we had time. Everyone ready? Ready? Yes, okay. sure. Uh-huh. Good. I will start. Goodbye. Good day. Good night. Good luck. Good riddance. Godspeed. Good rats. And great skills. Good lord, Emma. No, Harry. That would be nine. One too many. All right, we'll see you next episode. Sorry. Bye.